Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I don't think they're ready for this. This is different. A LA Ram podcast, not based in California, but based in Florida? Come on, nah. You know I had to do it. Ram Nation, stand up. It's Ramley Talk from the Playmakers Bar podcast, hosted by Darnell the Playmakers Silence. Let's talk Rams football. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, what is going on today? Welcome to a new edition of Ramley Talk. Right here for the Playmakers of Bob podcast. Your host, Darnell the Playmaker Sounds out here in Jacksonville, Florida. Are y'all guys ready to talk some Rams? I hope I am, man. Hope you are. Because, hey, we're at 2 0. We have beaten the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm getting to that. We're going to recap that game a tad bit. We're going to get into that. I got Tyler O. He's gonna he's gonna come on and talk about some fantasy fantasy players. If you have any rounds on your fantasy team, he's gonna let you know if you should play them or not against this matchup. As we go back to the East Coast to face off with the Buffalo Bills and the Battle of Unbeatens, we got a quite a bit of got a good show for you guys on today. So without further ado, let's go ahead go ahead and go ahead and recap what happened in Week Two up in Lincoln Financial Field against the. Philadelphia Eagles. By the way, we was coming into this matchup on a six-game losing streak to the Eagles, losing seven out of eight since uh, I think 2002, if I believe correctly. So, um, yeah, Eagles had our number even when we injured Carson Wentz and he tore his ACL against us. They still beat us with Nick Foles. Now, excuse me. Now, uh, hey, week one, Philly didn't look good. They got shot by the Washington football team. Kind of figured with us coming in, knowing that they got this psychological edge on us with winning six in a row and seven of the last eight. 
was not was feeling a little kind of uneasy about this game though. But I gotta say, the performance these guys put on on Sunday afternoon was great. It was great. Now I don't like the fact that we had Cooper Cup at the returning punt because he fumbled one of them, and it helped Eagles get momentum going into halftime. But we did what we had to do in the second half, and we came out with a with a good 18 point victory as the Los Angeles Rams defeated the Philadelphia Eagles 37 to 19. Not 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 too much to be mad about except for the Cooper Cup thing. Let's look here. The offense: Jared Goff 20 for 27, 267, three TDs. Darren Henderson, who got the who got most of the carries because Cam Makers got injured in the first part of the game with with a uh, rib. He he was listed day to day, separated rib cartridge, listed day to day. But he should he should be good to go when we play Buffalo Bill, as well as Michael Brown, who had a fresh and pink. He should be good to go. Darren Henderson, 12 carries, 81 yards, a touchdown. He also had two catches for 40 yards. Michael Brown, as I mentioned earlier, 11 carries, 47 yards. Cooper Cup got into the action, five five receptions, 81 yards, two carries for 19. Robert Woods had a rushing touchdown. Van Jefferson, four catches, 45 yards. Tyler Higby, five catches, 54 yards, and three TDs. It was the golf Higby show in Philly, combined for connecting, should I say, on three TDs. Not, not very good, very good, especially for those of you who have them in fantasy, but very good showing. Carson Wentz on the other side, 26 for 43, two, 42, two interceptions. Miles Sanders came back for the Philadelphia Eagles and did a, a standing performance. 20 carries, 95 yards, a touchdown, three receptions, 36 yards, looking like Zeke Elliott on us. That's a problem going forward. We, we have to get some better playing, covering, and stopping run, running backs. Deshaun Jackson had six catches, 64 yards. Zacharis, five catches, 42 yards. Ronald was four catches, 41 yards. Goddard, four catches, 30 yards. That's a good job. You had you held the tight ends of the Eagles, Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard to a combined nine catches for seventy-two yards. When Dallas Goddard went for eight catches, one on one, and a touchdown versus the Washington football team. Very good job on the tight ends. We got to work on the running backs though, but very good job on the tight ends. I like that. I like that. Now we did lose. No, no, boom. He won't be playing in our next game. Grade two, calf strain. Hope for a speedy recovery and get you back soon. But hey, oh, overall, good job. The two interceptions that Carson went through, one was by Darius Williams. What a great undercutting job right there when he was looking for a Dallas Goddard for a touchdown. Darius Williams undercut the doubt one and got himself a pick. The other pick was Troy Hill. Kind of, we want to be free. You can go either way. Looked like it hit the ground, but you didn't have conclusive evidence. So Troy Hill got him get some a pick. What about Kaiser, our linebacker? 11 tackles. I see you, Kaiser. I like him. I'm starting to like you more and more. You're you improving more and more. But this next matchup, we're going to really see how well you improve because we're going against the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to get into that a little bit, a little bit. But great job. We are 2-0. That's a great start. We beat the Cowboys. We beat the Eagles. So not only are we 2-0, we're 2-0 against the NFC East as well. But now we get our first matchup with the AFC East as we go to Buffalo. We're going to see how that goes. But just looking at this, offense played good, defense played good, 
We had our one hookup on special teams with Cooper Cup Foreman on the punt return. Other than that, very good job, very good work. Guys looking great. Golf is looking good. This team is looking like the team from two years ago, presumably. But we not we not where we want to be at as in terms of the matching that same output that that team two years ago did. We rushing pretty good, but we ain't rushing like we did. Two years ago, we was rushing. We talking 150, 170 a game. Like, you was not stopping us running. And then Jared Goff, when it was time to throw, he can lit it up for like 300, 400 yards passing with four touchdowns. I mean, we ain't there yet. We're getting there. I like the progress. We ain't there yet, though. So, got to keep working. Got to keep, keep working. And keep doing what we need to do. And Charmin Vase is pleasing with how the offense looks. Charmin Vase is pleased. Brandon Staley, he he's working, he's he's adjusting better with the defense. Now, one thing on the defense I will say. One thing I will say. Well, where's my pass rush at? Wait, wait, wait. Aaron Donald, Michael Brockers, Leonard Floyd. Um, Sebastian Joseph Day. Where where are you guys? I I need I need my front row to get some pressure on these quarterbacks. I need my D line to get some pressure on these quarterbacks. We ain't we ain't sat Carson Wentz not one time. Not once. That is the only team Aaron Donald has not recorded a sack on. Like, I need my boys to get some sacks. I definitely gonna need y'all to put the pride of pressure this week. Gotta have y'all to pride of pressure this week. I mean, I'm gonna need my D-line to... Woo! Because, look. Look. I need my D-line to step up. We gotta get pressure on these quarterbacks. We gotta step up. We already know we got to do better on stopping the run. We got to do better on covering running backs out the backfield. Well, we got to get pressure on the quarterback, too, people. We got to get pressure on the quarterback. There's no there's no if, ands, or buts about it. We got to get pressure on the quarterback. We have to. There's there's no other way around it. Not getting to Carson Wentz like we should have, that's a problem. We wouldn't really get to that press guy like that, but, you know, we finished off with three sets. But, hey, D-line, got to pick it up. A-D, got to pick it up. We in week three now. Got to pick it up. So with that being said, let's go ahead and switch over into this week's matchup. Another East Coast trip. AFC East team, the Buffalo Bills. Last time we played the Bills, they beat us 30 to 19 or 30 to 16, something like that. That was back in 2016. From what other Ram fans have told me, the Bills got, got our number two. They have beaten us four times in a row. It's not good. That's definitely not good. So I did some deep digging on in this matchup. Let's see what's going on here. Look, we don't do good against AFC East teams. Since 2002, the Rams against AFC East teams are 3-13. and 13. That is the worst record against any division in football. 3-13 and 13, since 2002. I'm pretty sure, if not all three of them wins, at least two of them came from Miami and the other one came from the Jets. We can't beat New England. We haven't beaten Buffalo. I mean, we got to do something. We got to do something about this. Now, on the flip side, on the flip side, on the flip side, on the flip side, East Coast games on the Shaman Bay, we are 5-0. We are 5-0 when we got to play at 1 o'clock and we're on the East Coast. In all five games, we have scored 30-plus points. So that's a good side to this. Sean McVay. I think Sean McVay like playing early. 
Saint Charmaine loves playing at one o'clock because we 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 seem to do better on the Charmaine because we're five and zero. But now we haven't played an AFC East team on the Charmaine so we're gonna see how this goes. We gonna see how this goes because that's the test. Week fourteen when we play the New England Patriots on Thursday night football, that's gonna be a test. Miami Jets. We should be able to win that game. At the very least, we should go 2-2 two two this season against the AFC East. At the very least. The very least. We should beat Miami. I think that's like week 6 or 7. And we should beat the Jets. We we should be able to handle some business on in, in them two. But this week, Buffalo Bills. I said it on Facebook. My few Rams fans came back at me. Try to make it seem like I'm not, I'm not down with the down with the round. Let me tell y'all something. I'ma speak how I feel. If I don't like a matchup, I'ma speak to it honestly. If you don't have to like it or not, but don't come question me if I'm a Ram fan or not. I've been a Ram fan since 1999. Greatest show on turf. The lone Super Bowl championship we got. We've been there three times. Only one. No, we've been there four times. Take that back, four times. We've been there as the Los Angeles Rams back in the day. Lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers. We've been there as the St. Louis Rams twice. We won one against the Tennessee Titans, and we lost to the New England Patriots. And we've been there under Sean Bay. We lost to the New England Patriots. So don't question my loyalty to the Rams. If I don't like a matchup, I'm going to say I don't like a matchup. I don't like this game. I don't like this game against Buffalo. I don't. Now, granted, some of you guys who responded have some great points. At least it's in September and not in November, December, which means the weather is lovely. The weather is nice up in Buffalo. You don't have, you don't have no 20, 12, 10, you know, 8, 5, 0 degree weather right now to deal with. You can go ahead and play them, get them out of the way, play in some about 75, 70 type weather. It's good weather for this game. I agree with you. I still don't like this matchup. I still don't like this matchup. The Bills are 2-0 in the season. Everybody's talking about they, they only played the Jets and they barely got past the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I get all that. Yeah, the competition ain't what, what it is because we knew the Jets weren't going to beat nothing. We knew Miami weren't going to beat nothing. They just passing time for, you know, Tua Tagaloa is ready to actually play. We we get all that. But still, I don't like this matchup. I don't. The Bills are a two-point favorite at home. Good thing they, they ain't going to have Bill Mafia, though. Let's see here. The Buffalo Bills. Number one passing offense with 717 yards through two games. They average 365 yards a game. They are 22nd in, rush, in, rush, in rushing offense, 210 yards. Averaging 104.5 yards per game. Sits in scoring with 58 points. See, they score, they average 29 points a game. They give up 22.5 points per game. That's something, that's something for us to look at. Josh Allen's the number one passer right now. 727 yards, completing 70.4% of his passes. Six touchdowns and no interceptions. Those of you who are trying to figure out if this is the same Josh Allen that I'm talking about that's for the Buffalo Bills. Yes, number 17 for the Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen. 
is leading the lead in passing with 727 yards passing, completing 70.3% passing, six touchdowns, and no interceptions. Yes, St. Charles Valley. With the addition of Stephon Diggs, it could be the reason why. Stephon Diggs has 239 yards receiving. Tied for first with Calvin Ridd of the Atlanta Falcons, and he has one touchdown. John Brown has 152 receiving yards on the season, two touchdowns. Cole Beasley, 128 receiving yards on the season. I mean, look. Just saying. The Russian attack. It don't look like the Russian attack is there, but look. You got Darren Singletary. The boy can ball. The boy can ball. If you, if you watch, if you... Had an opportunity of again a glimpse of FAU. You know Davis Singletary can ball. Zach Moss from Utah, he can ball too. And then you got throwing Josh Allen. Josh Allen, he's shocking us with the throwing ability because we didn't see this coming. But we all know Josh Allen can run the ball too. So we dealing with a mobile quarterback who is leading the lead in passing, who got wheels. We got to deal with Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley, John Brown, and by the way, Davis Davis Singletary ain't no slouch. I don't care what the stats say. There is there ain't no slouch. So, that's a problem. A problem. I don't like this matchup. It's going to be a physical. It's going to be a physical. And I mean physical confrontation at Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern time. So, you LA, my, all, my, all my people up out in L.A., you better get ready. Because, hey. 10 o'clock get here on y'all side of the on y'all side of the country. Be prepared for a physical, a physical game. Cause they gonna try to run the ball down our throats. They gonna use Josh Allen in the running game. I'm gonna need Aaron Donald in the floor, Michael Brockers, Bastion Joseph Day, anybody else that's gonna play on that line. I'm gonna need y'all to get it together. Get some pressure. Do something. Because hey, here comes Josh Allen. Josh Allen's on a mission. I'm saying that after two weeks, Josh Allen is on a mission. The man hasn't thrown a pick yet. And he's leading the lead in passing. Uh, everybody looking at Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, by the way. Monday Night Football. I would be catching that game. That's a side note. I would be catching that game. Looking at Russell Wilson, what he doing with Seattle. It's Russell Wilson. But Josh Allen is the one leading in passing yards. Josh Allen. They defense. By the way. They have the number they have the number three total offense in the league right now. They have the number five defense in the league right now. They are allowing 271 yards per pass. The Russian attack. The Russian defense. 75.5 Russian yards allowed. Whew! You know, when the Rams were good as they were two years ago, it was the running game. It was the running game. Through the first two weeks of the season, the running game has came back. Now you're playing a team who doesn't who only gives up 75 yards a game. You gotta think of Sunshine Mavay. You might have to use you might have to use Cooper Cup Robert Rose a little bit more in the running game just to open up some lanes for Derrick Henderson, Michael Brown, and Cam Makers. It's gonna be tough. We on the other hand, we have the number five offense in the league. With ninth in passing, third in rushing. 271 yards passing. Matches up with the Bills defense. They give up 271 yards passing. So that's something to look at. That's something to look forward to. Now, rushing attack. We run for 172 a game. 
But the Bills only give us 75 yards a game. Something got to give in that department. Something's got to give in that department. Which one it'll be? I don't know. I don't know. Defense. We ranked 18th in defense. Giving up 254 yards a passing yards a game and 128.5 rushing yards a game. That's not good when you're going against the number one passing offense in the league. Not good. Lucky for us, they don't run that. They don't run like that. They ain't been running that good. But uh, when you're going against us, they might be able to. We have a hard time stocking Zeke in game one against the Cowboys. Week two, we had a hard time stopping Miles Sanders. Will it be Josh Allen? Will it be David Singletary? Will it be Zach Moss? Who knows at this point, but y'all got to understand, I don't like this matchup. This going to be a tough one. Thought Philly was going to be our first road test. We passed it pretty good. Damn good. Now we're going to Buffalo. And here's another test. It's going to be a challenge of unbeaten. Somebody, somebody got to go home. With, somebody got to go home with a L. Somebody got to go 2-1. and one, Somebody got to go 3-0. and oh. It is possible somebody, both teams can go 2-0-1. It is possible. Ties are still possible in this league. But uh, for the most part, somebody got to go 3-0. and oh, Somebody got to go 2-1. and one. Jared Goff so far, 542 passing yards, completing 69% of his passes. Three touchdowns and that one interception. Well, shouldn't have been an interception, but we're not going to get into that. Cooper Cup leading away in receiving yards with 121. Robert Woods is behind him with 119 receiving yards, but he does have a rushing touchdown. He'd be 94 receiving yards, three TDs. Michael Brown leading Russia with 126. Two touchs for the rushing attack. Derrick Henderson, all his stats came against the Eagles, which was, you know, the 87 yards, the 81 yards, and that one touchdown. We we got something going on. You know, we scored 28 Point five points per game, and we give up eighteen points per game. So that's that's good on our side. It's gonna be interesting to see how this game goes up in uh, Buffalo, New York. Even though I don't like it, I can't stand it. I don't know how to feel about it. But this is where I stay. I keep the courage of my conviction because in my preseason lineup, I picked us going into Buffalo. And I picked us squeaking out a three-point victory. What score did I have? I had us winning 24-21. Might be more points than that because <laughs> both teams both teams score about 20, 28 points per game. We're being honest. We scored 28.5. They scored 29. We give up 18. They give up 22. So we looking, yeah. I might, I might go up to 28, 30, 28, 25 rounds. That's what I'm thinking right now. I, I don't like it. I don't like this matchup. I really don't. But, but, Rams come out with a three-point victory, 28, 25. That's what I'm thinking right now. 28, 25, LA Rams victory. We go 3-0. We go 3-0 on the year. And we get ready to take on the... I believe it's the New York Giants after this. It should be a W, especially after the fact that uh, Saquon Barkley is gone for the year. Yep, it'll be the Giants next at home, and then we fly out to D.C. to take on the football team out in D.C. before we play San Fran 
in week six at home, me at San Fran on Sunday Night Football. So if we can get past the Buffalo Bills, we have a we have a very good chance of walking into the San Fran game five and up for Sunday Night Football. That's a good chance. But as of where it stands at right now for this game, three point victory. So Bills favorite by two. I'm taking the plus two that we are getting. And say so we 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 win by we win by a field goal. Now with that being said, Tyler Olson tell y'all about your fantasy teams and what rounds you should play and what rounds you should stay from. So take a listen to that and I'll be back to close us out. Welcome to week three of Rams Fantasy Talk. I'll be your host, Tyler Jinsky. Of course, before we jump into week three, let's take a peek at week two as a jumping off point. For starters, the Rams are NFC's run-heaviest team through two weeks. A lot of that has to do with them winning, which is a good thing. The RB situation with our Rams clarified itself in the worst way with injury. While it was looking like the Rams were going with a Malcolm Brown, Camp Akers tandem out the gate, Akers even got the first series. Unfortunately, in that first series, he sustained a rib injury that kept him out for the game. He is now questionable heading into week three. With Akers out almost immediately, the Rams employed a 54%-42% split between Malcolm Brown and Daryl Henderson, respectively. It turns out that Malcolm Brown also fractured his pinky finger sometime during this game. Whether that had an impact on Brown's snaps or touches, we likely don't know. Henderson finished the game with 12 rushes for 81 yards and a touchdown, and two catches for 40 yards through the air on two targets. Brown finished the game with 11 rushes and 47 yards and was not targeted in the pass game. Again, unfortunate that Akers saw that injury, because I believe he would have seen that Darrell Henderson usage, and I still think Akers is the best back, the most talented back on this offense. Woods and Cup continue to be the wide receiver 1A and 1B in this offense, both seen an 86% snap rate. Not a lot has changed there. We know who these guys are, 1 and 2. Josh Reynolds seemed to have gotten the nod over Van Jefferson in terms of snap rate, but Van Jefferson out-targeted Reynolds 5-2. to Again, Jefferson, Reynolds, nowhere on our fantasy radar with a healthy Woods and Cup. Higby had a modest five targets, catching all five for 54 yards, and three touchdowns, Jesus, while the catches and yards are exactly what I expected, those touchdowns were real nice and unexpected. Goff is looking Higby's way in the red zone, and Gerald Everett is not a factor. This is all Higby. He has tops eight upside going forward. And Gerald Everett, if you have him for some reason in fantasy, he's a drop. Goff had a great game, 20 for 27, three touchdowns. He managed the game well, finishes a QB 11, right where I had him. Now for week three. The Rams do not have it easy. In week three, as they draw the Bills in a tough away game as two-point underdogs, home teams usually get about a two-point bump, so considering the lack of fans, this is as close to a pick'em game as you can get. It's a toss-up. With a 47.5-point over-under, both teams' offenses seem to be rolling, there should be a decent amount of offense. The Bills' run defense is 18th DVOA, and their pass defense is 5th DVOA. Again, DVOA is Defense Adjusted Value Over Average, calculates a team's success based on down and distance of each play during the season, then calculates how much more or less successful each team is compared to the league average. I know it's a mouthful, but it is a great stat. I'll continue to use it. Additionally, the Bills' run defense is third in yards allowed per carry. Very good. 
and their pass defense is 20th in yards allowed per pass, middle of the road. The Bills' run defense is much tougher than its pass defense, however, both are stout. I would expect a similar day out of Goff, 250 to 280 yards, but maybe only two touchdowns and an interception. Goff is a bench in single QB leagues. There's better options on the waiver wire. Cup did outperform Woods last week through the air, but Woods did save his week with that rushing touchdown. However, Buffalo has been quite stingy for perimeter wide receivers like Woods. Looking at Preston Williams, Parker, Brashad Perriman's lines, not very good. On the flip side of that, the Bills have been allowing wide receivers success from the slot. Jameson Crowder, 7 for 115 and a touchdown. Isaiah Ford, 7 for 76. I like Cup to beat expectations and Woods to go below expectations again this week. You're starting both of them. Woods is in a revenge game, but I do like Cup a bit more than Woods in week 3. Tredavious White is very likely going to be shadowing Woods, so... It's just temper expectations. Now, apologies for telling you to drop Daryl Henderson last week. Unfortunately, I cannot predict injuries. And now, Daryl Henderson is likely the starter at worst, a secondary back who gets passing down work. Either way, he's a flex. You gotta start him. If Akers does sit, you could flex Malcolm Brown, but I'm not really that excited about it whatsoever. If Akers is healthy, Akers and Brown are both sits. It's really just Daryl Henderson this week from the running back room. You obviously start Tyler Higby. I have the most confidence in Higby succeeding over any other Rams player on offense this week. The Bills are without Matt Milano or Tremaine Edmonds. He should just wreak havoc over the middle of the field. I really like Higby this week. Also, the Bills got absolutely tethered by Mike Gusecki with an 8 and 131 line. And they gave up 6 catches to Chris Herndon in week 1. Big week for Higby. He's most likely going to be the best fantasy player of the day for the Rams. That's all for Rams Fantasy Talk for week three. Don't forget, tell somebody you love them. Later. All right, thank you, Tyler O, for that. You can catch Tyler O on Fire on High Podcast on all on all podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon as well. Yes. The Playmakers Bot is on Amazon. All podcasts on the Playmakers Bot is on Amazon as well. Those who are Amazon music fans, you can catch the Playmakers Bot podcasts on there too. With that being said, you got what you need from me. If you're listening on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. The more you subscribe, the more you rate, the more the podcast is doing better, the more people that can get to listen to this Rams talk. Ramley Talk episode, so appreciate that. If you're on any other platform, you can go ahead and subscribe Subscribe on any other platform, especially if you're on Spotify, Amazon, as I just mentioned. If you're on speaker.com, you can subscribe from there too, and other platforms that you can listen to this podcast on. With that being said, hey, read three for the NFL season. So far, so good. No games had to be canceled. Unlike college football, y'all looking, I ain't, I ain't doing college football. So we saving that for next season. For next season, but so far so good. The NFL season still moving smoothly. Ain't have no pro, no postponed games. No no players or coaches being contacted with COVID so far. So it's been a blessing so far. But after that, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your weekend. We are at Buffalo, 1 p.m. Sunday. I'll be watching. Hope you'll be watching too. Until next week, for Emily Talk.
I'm out of here. Peace and love. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.